Hey there, I'm Dan. And I'm Rachel. And this is Radio Free Bay Ridge, broadcasting from our COVID studio, which is my garage. A.K.A. Dan's backyard. <laughs> yep. And uh, we're With our just, street uh, fair set up. So you might hear uh, some rustling trees in the background and some uh, gorgeous birds as we are probably on one of the hottest days in the year. <laughs> Sweating our butts off, but we are doing it for a... Um, we're doing it for you, progressives of Bay Ridge. <laughs> Not just progressives. We're doing this for absolutely everyone because today we are talking about how to cast your vote in a pandemic. As we all know, our recent primaries were a huge challenge. And we've only recently learned the results of a few lingering elections. What we did see was that voting from home, either through a universal vote by mail program or through New York State's extended absentee ballot access program, requires a lot of education. Exactly. So we thought we'd start you off with a quick overview of what casting your ballot in a pandemic really looks like. We're going to talk about a few of the ways you can mess up your ballot, some resources you can use to fill it out correctly. After all, we're not legal experts or election experts, and nothing in this podcast should be taken as legal advice, Mm -mm. but we can point you at groups that are likely to have answers, some key dates to keep in mind, and some ideas on what things could look like in November, because we probably will go through this again in November. Yes, we will. Dan, want to kick us off? Right. So here are some common ways that people mess up their ballots. Firstly, using tape or not sealing the envelope, either the inner or outer envelope. Seal both. This one should be obvious because If you use tape, someone can just take the tape off, open up your ballot, mess with it, and then retape it closed. You need to seal it the normal way, like to the point where the paper will get ripped if someone tries to open it. Mm -hmm. Number two, do not put extra bits of paper into the envelope. I saw one like that when I was at the ballot canvas. The voter had folded the BOE's instructions back into the outer envelope, and their ballot almost got disqualified. Almost? Well, I had read about something similar in another borough where ballots were being reinstated for that because it was the BOE instructions. Mm. So I appealed the decision. We ended up being able to count the ballot because it had been put in the outer envelope rather than the inner envelope. But if I hadn't heard a news story about that or if it had been in the inner envelope, that's it. The end. That ballot gets checked. And if it wasn't in- Not checked, sorry. Set aside. Set aside. And the other thing is like anything in there, if it wasn't the BOE instructions and some other random thing- Yeah, then forget it. Yeah, that's totally checked. Like, Don't 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 write, I got my ballot on June 23rd on your ballot. It's not a complaint box. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just Don't write the election district in. Don't write your ADN. Don't try to help anyone out. Fill in your circle. They know what they're doing. They will <laughs> grab your ballot. They will do what is needed with it. Do not put anything more in there. All right. Well noted. <sighs> well, and see, that's the other thing. It may seem tedious, but everybody who's able should be giving serious thought to either applying to be a poll worker or a volunteer for campaigns in November for Absolutely. poll watching. Absolutely. We're going to need tons of people to make sure we can count all these ballots in an efficient manner. And there are some other things that can disqualify a ballot. Exactly. Stray marks is one thing, but one of the biggest disqualifiers is when people forget to sign their ballot. When you go to a polling place, you have to sign in. And if you haven't signed your ballot, there's no proof you're the one who cast it. And all that might sound like a lot to keep track of, but there is good news. There are plenty of groups out there who should be able to give you a hand when it comes to understanding your ballot. First, of course, is the Board of Elections. But you can look in your neighborhood for friends and local groups that are helping voters navigate the election. Organizers like AAANY, the American Association of New York, and other immigrant advocacy groups often have voter education programs and resources. And you know what? I bet a lot of political campaigns would be happy to walk a voter through how to fill out their form over the phone, especially if it meant they could rely on one more vote. Yeah, don't call and tell them you're voting for the opponent. (laughs) Call for the person that you ideally would be voting for. 
No, but it's true. This this year was the first time I voted by absentee, and it was a little confusing. I had to do that. I had to check with friends. I had, and you know, I'm lucky. I know people in politics, <laughs> and it was reassuring. You know, I had that advice, but yeah, you know, I don't know Im- if I hadn't. <laughs> and it's important that this is across the political spectrum. If you vote Republican, conservative, it does not matter. Your vote has to count. So make sure it does, and reach out to a place you can trust. We'll have some links and videos on the website, but that won't matter if you miss some very important key dates. Very key dates. Number one, when to apply by. First, the registration deadline. If you're not already a voter, your application to register must be postmarked no later than October 9th. October 9th. And received no later than October 14th. October 14th. Per the New York State Board of Elections website. And right in here is where early voting begins. New York State passed early voting a couple of years ago. And what that means is there are specifically listed days and hours between October 24th and November 1st at early voting sites that you can look up online. And when we're saying look up online, we mean on the Board of Elections website, just to be very, very clear. The next important date is October 27th. October 27th. That's the deadline for postmarking of your application for an absentee ballot. But you just have to look at the rush of last-minute applications and how it impacted the distribution of ballots during the primary to know that waiting that long is a bad idea. Mm -hmm. Election day is November 3rd. Do you really want to rely on the BOE getting your application, processing and printing your ballot, and getting it back to you in time to avoid complications if they might not get you your application until the 29th or the 3rd of November? We're all stressed out enough in this pandemic, so you know, make a decision that's going to cut down on your election day stress. Apply for your absentee ballot as soon as you know you want to vote absentee. Yes. And it's important. You have to apply just to get the absentee ballot. You aren't like getting your absentee. You have to ask and it is not auto coming to you. And finally, November 2nd is the last day to apply in person, in person for an absentee ballot. In Mm -hmm. other words, walking into the Board of Elections and picking up a ballot physically. Mm Mm-hmm. And November 3rd is election day. Mm -hmm. And remember, you can always turn in your absentee ballot at the polls on election day or at any Board of Elections location. And if your ballot doesn't arrive, it it arrived for me for the primaries, the day before the primaries, Mm -hmm. or you decide that you've changed your mind, you can go in and vote in person as well. And that will count instead of your absentee ballot. Exactly. And actually, that's another reason some absentees are disqualified. If you cast your vote ahead of time and then you change your mind, say something comes up at the last minute and you realize that vote for Maliotakis Mm -hmm. was a terrible decision. You've got to go vote for Max Rose. You're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to go vote in person instead. That takes precedence over an absentee ballot and would mean that absentee ballot gets invalidated, that which is, is not a nefarious. To know. Like yeah. if you have done your absentee ballot and there's some kind of weird like surprise between when you sent it in mm-hmm. and election day, election day is the day you vote. Like mm-hmm. you aren't limited by yeah. the fact that you put in something earlier. Yeah. That, and, that and is actually, okay. And if you lose your absentee ballot, you can request a second one. And if you think that maybe your absentee yeah. ballot might have gotten lost or you're just are getting paranoid, like you, you can do that. This is also where early voting comes in handy. Yeah, actually, that is a really good point. And actually, Rachel, I did want to back up a little bit because we did use the phrase postmarked a little bit, Um, you know, postmarked by X date, postmarked by X date. What does the phrase postmarked really mean? I mean, can I just shove it into the mailbox by that date? No, you cannot. <laughs> okay. And this is this is actually something a lot of people don't understand. 
the the postmark date is typically the date it's picked up, or if I understand correctly, it could even be the next date. When you put it in the post box, you're relying on it getting picked up. You've got to make sure you haven't missed the last mailbox pickup. You can walk into a post office and go to the counter and say, please postmark this. Yeah. But yeah, don't assume that if it's 10 a.m. on Friday morning and the mailbox says last pickup 8 a.m., your letter's not going to get picked up till the next day, like end of story. Yeah. So don't risk it if like you are cutting it close. Yeah. And like I said, you can walk it over to a post office. We've got two in Bay Ridge. There's a small one on 68th and 4th, uh, and then there's the humongous one on 88th and 5th. Exactly. So with all this in mind, we get to the big question, which is really, what is November going to look like? Nobody knows. So, so nobody Really? I was looking at the New York State BOE website and under absentee voting, the last information they have posted applies to the primary. Um, From the conversations people are having, I mean, they're anticipating 8 million absentee requests statewide. Everybody's gearing up for it. But it's definitely something people should keep an eye out on. As I've said a couple of times, like Dan and I are not your election experts. We're just trying to give you some information that we found helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you know the answer about this and where we can find this information to put in the show notes, please shoot us an email so we can help spread the word. Exactly. So with all that uncertainty, it does make me glad for one thing. What's that? Early voting. Mm. Um, We mentioned it earlier. It's a great way to encounter less stress and fewer people while still knowing that you've cast your vote in person and that it's been counted. Agreed. So with early voting, you can go to a selected polling place. They're not all open ahead of election day and cast Mm -hmm. your vote in person. You can look up your early voting polling place on the BOE poll site locator. It won't necessarily be the same place you would vote on election day. And we'll put the URL in the show notes for that. And for that, you can cast your general election vote there between October 24th and November 2nd. And I got to say, I did that last year and I was at Fort Hamilton High School. I don't know if it's going to be there again. It's one of the places that did it last Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was great. My normal polling site is not Fort Hamilton. Mm -hmm. I had to go walk down there, but there was like five people there and it was really great. Like I was like second or third day of when it was open and Mm -hmm. like there was no waiting. I'm not sure what it's going to be like this year, but it's a great way if you are really nervous, A, about mailing an absentee, but B, about being there on Mm -hmm. election day itself, definitely consider early voting. So there we have it, Bayridge. That's the Radio Free Bay Ridge hot take on what we can expect this November (laughs) and what you should know about casting your vote in a pandemic. Yeah, extremely hot take. It is is like 95 (laughs) degrees in in here. in the backyard studio. Uh, But yeah, please reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, email, or just by hailing us down when you see us in the neighborhood. We both have t-shirts now, so that is actually (laughs) something that could happen. And let us know your plan to vote in November. Yeah, and until next time, everyone. Stay stay free, free, Bay Bay Ridge. Um, the next important date is October 27th. October 24th. Oh, wait. <laughs> that was a different important date, <laughs> that Dan. Was a different, no, okay. Go, go. Do it All again. Right. Do it again. Um, the next important date is October 27th. October 27th. That's the deadline. I feel like I should have been doing this on yours. <laughs> Want to do it on mine? No. <laughs> it's definitely more of a you thing. All right. That's fair. All right. Um. <laughs> The next important date is October 27th. October 27th. That's the deadline for... Sorry. (laughs)